how to start a new episode. That's going to be thing one that we need to check off of our list. I I think we just did it. Yeah. We just started the episode. Uh, (laughs) Let's do a little bit of a recap. So in the last episode, we explained to the listeners how to play the game that we are currently playing um, without giving away so much information that uh, the people who wrote it sue us. Then you guys went on a tour of the uh, paranormal observation department. <laughs> you met some people. Some folks. Who are named things. We met TJ. I love TJ. Yes, you met TJ and then one other person whose name I definitely remember. Uh, I wrote down the Vaughn? scientist That's lady. not the whole name, but I wrote down Vaughn. That's not her name. Her name is Dr. Vanessa. Wait, you wrote things down? I also wrote I things did. down. I did. And I wrote them down wrong. Did you not write Dr. things Vanessa? down? Dr. Vanessa? Well, I that's did not. Vanessa is her last name. Huh? Well, I'm calling her Dr. Vanessa now. I figured. <laughs> yeah, you guys met uh, TJ, who's in charge of like developing weapons for you guys, um, coming up with items that you might need, and then Dr. Vanessa, who's in charge of like creature research so she can help identify things. Neither of them like us. I can't imagine I mean, why. I don't know. It's shocking, really. I just... <laughs> So that's what you did in the last episode. I believe you guys also collected some snacks. Oh, yeah. My pockets are loaded with snacks right now. <laughs> and then when we left, you guys were being called in to be briefed on a mystery. There's some old guy. Yes. An old man was crushed to death by an armoire. Sounds cool. Uh, in New Mexico, where you are going. Oh, boy. So let's take a second to introduce ourselves again, just so people know what our voices sound like. Travis, you're probably... Everyone's going to know who Travis is. Easily identifiable. <laughs> and I play Buddy Norman, a guy with a camera who's hunting monsters now? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah. I play Thomas and Key, the spooky. Uh, she's got psychic powers. I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy Rutherford. Uh, he's the initiate, and he's got a sarcastic attitude? Question mark. <laughs> and I am Emily. I am your gamekeeper, keeper of monsters, mother of dragons, first of her name. <laughs> I also play Bree Dumont, who is the professional and kind of just tech support for you guys. She's your government issued babysitter. <laughs> who also we doesn't like I one need of one of those. Uh, I wouldn't say that she doesn't like you. I'd say that she is skeptical about liking you. <laughs> I mean, it's a start. I get that a lot. <laughs> you know, if we could just go one episode and find just a person who likes us, I would be very impressed. Okay, but do they have to like all four of us, like all of us, or can they like just one of us? Because I feel like they'll like Buddy. Everyone likes Buddy. Yeah. So like, that's why Buddy's that's not on the a challenge. Team. <laughs> I feel like it's really hard to find someone who likes all of us. <laughs> well, we're going to take you guys out in the field to find out. Um, so before we start, I still didn't grab dice. Um, you have like 80. No, I need my special dice. <laughs> uh, technically, the, for dice? the keeper isn't supposed to roll dice, but Bree does roll dice. So I'm going to say roll dice one more time. Roll, roll dice. dice. Roll dice. Like this. Getting some Foley work in. Yeah. I'm really sad that I don't have dice to roll and I have to use an online dice roller. Okay, so before we begin, um, Jimmy. Yes. Uh, so before we begin, Jimmy and Thomason both have pre-game rolls to make. See, I technically did mine at the end of last episode, right? Didn't one of the, one of those rolls happen at the end of last episode? Yes. Yeah, I had a vision at the end of it last episode. That's how we ended the last episode. Yep. You guys got the call for the the next mystery at the end, Thomason. You had your vision. Um, if you want to recap that for people. I believe it was a vision of an old man getting crushed by a large piece of furniture and a shadow in the room. So, Jimmy. Yes. If you can go ahead and give me a roll. And I am adding something to that. I am adding... I believe... I am adding... Plus charm, yes. Oh, no. Yep, it's not good. It's not a good thing. That's a five. Wait, am I rolling two, okay. two, two d6? Is that with your You're rolling two d6s. rolling two d6s. Hold on. That makes it different. <laughs> oh no, I rolled a two and a three to mark minus experience. a one. Yeah, mark experience, please. Yay. And put those dice in jail. Okay, let me take a peep at what you will be asked to do. Yay. 
So you phoned in to your sect, the uh, Hand of the Oracle, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you are correct. Okay. Uh, and they um, are not super pleased with you right now for, let's say, not checking in immediately. I mean, and they were snacks. I just... They have asked to make it up to them and to also further their research that you provide them with as many photos as possible of the um, monster that you are inevitably going to be um, investigating. Okay. So they would like photographic evidence. Um, you can choose what those photos are. You can choose if you do them. Um, just know that if you do not do them, you will not be in good standing with your sect and there will be consequences. Oh, great. Good to know. All right. And uh, just for funds, I'm going to have Thomason roll again for another vision that I will not affect the outcome of. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> oh, let's see. It's a plus weird. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a six. <laughs> How bad guys, did you roll? Guys. You are plus two weird. Got the two How did two you four. Guys, do this. Uh, okay, so a six on your premonitions is going to give you... On a miss, you get a vision of something bad happening to you, and the keeper holds three to be spent one for one on penalties to rolls you make. Great. Well, okay, so... I look forward to dying in the first episode. <laughs> As you are boarding the uh, the pod jet, which we have established exists in canon, you are struck by a vision of a very intense smell of soot and complete darkness. I don't like it. Nope, and that's all you get, you terrible, terrible rollers. So as far as she can tell, she just took a nap and saw her eyelids? <laughs> I mean, she closed her eyes and just saw dark. And the smell of soot. I mean, okay. as far as Thomas is concerned, she could have just, like, blocked out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Some pretty strong whiskey there, Thomas. All right. Let's get into it. It is early morning. Your government plane landed in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, about an hour prior to what is happening right now. You loaded into a big white church van because you're in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, New Mexico, and that's the biggest thing they had at the Hertz rent-a-car. <laughs> Does it come with Bibles already in it? Yes. There's one left <laughs> under the seat. Oh my god. Uh, Bree drives you through the desert for about half an hour until the road ceases to be paved and you see a group of buildings on the horizon that, that look older than the oldest person you can imagine. So really, It's really an old, old. western town. Mm -hmm. It's an old western town complete with those covered wooden deck things out front all, of all the businesses. You know what I'm talking about, right? Patios? Yeah. Well, the, no, like I an mean, they're like old western patios. Like uh... Westworld. Yes, you Everyone are in a shitty Westworld. <laughs> Great. With or without the robots? Without the robots. Okay. We think the budget here is. I don't know, it's just words. Our podcast doesn't have Evan Rachel Wood money. <laughs> Bree tells you that there is a detective out at the crime scene as you roll past the rickety buildings labeled with things like saloon, gift shop, and historical society. You exit the main drag of road onto another road, uh, still not paved, uh, that snakes out through about a mile of desert to a house that is also older than time. <laughs> she parks the van out front. You notice that there is a police car also parked out there, as well as um, a handful of other unmarked police vehicles and a forensics van. It's pretty fancy for an old western town. Gang's all here. Imagine it's just like a horse with like a flashing light attached to its head. <laughs> Too early in the game for this. <laughs> this is what you signed up the for. The car is parked. Bree tells you to unload. She has to make a call back to headquarters and tells you to go handle the situation. What do you do? Bust a granola bar out of my pocket. Jimmy takes his phone out and just snaps a selfie in front of the in front of the like the van, like the coroner's van. Weird timing, but okay. <laughs> I'm in Taurus so mode. So is everyone <laughs> getting in all the sites, aren't we? The cool. coroner's van. So you guys have the map that I gave you open. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, so currently you guys are at the number five marked on your map. 
Numero. Cool, six. cool, 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 cool. No, you are not at number five. You were at number six. I was going to say, we're at a mine entrance? I thought we were at a house. I also mislabeled this map. So you are at five, but it's supposed to be labeled as six. Oh, and is six supposed to be labeled as five? Yep. I've never been proud of you. P- prouder than you. Do you know what I'm uh, You've say? also <laughs> never been proud of me, so that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's just not true. <laughs> okay, so you are at number five, which is number six. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the buried little house in the corner correct yes okay <laughs> not to be confused with the little house in the prairie but is no it the technically or is it the the bob, bob mcchester's you are at bob mcchester's house bob okay Mc- bob Mc- oh, Bobby. it'll make sense later in the story <laughs> oh boy i can't wait to see that payoff <laughs> yeah so um jimmy is taking photos buddy is eating granola bar are you guys gonna go in the house or what are you gonna do <laughs> Yeah, so- I'm definitely heading over to the house leaving a trail of granola the whole time. <laughs> cool. This is an active crime scene. <laughs> I mean, what if I get hungry later? I eat now before shit's weird. <laughs> so you approach the front door to this old, old wooden house that seems to like still be standing. Um, and you have to cross crime scene tape that is draped across the front door. I not so gracefully go over the top of the crime scene tape. Jimmy, do we have to roll for a cool entrance? (laughs) Oh, I'm not gonna make you roll for this. Okay. (laughs) Jimmy has done this before, so he just slides underneath the crime scene tape. That makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah, I'll show you later. Yeah, especially because it was at about waist height. (laughs) (laughs) Learning things already. Uh, Thomason's also going to go in the house. She's just going to kind of duck under the tape, kind of awkwardly. Okay. You guys I'm are standing. I'm not going to pretend she's as smooth as Jimmy would be. <laughs> uh, you guys are standing in the front room of a pretty standard house from, if you had to guess, about the late 1800s. Now, is it, uh, question, um, yes. is it like actually that old or is it like a house that is built to look like it's that old? It's actually that old. Okay. And it's just it's just that the house looks that old. It's not like the interior of it is decorated like that, is it? It's not decorated at all. Um, there are a bunch of boxes and there's uh, sheets that are thrown over bigger furniture pieces, like a large clock in the front and like a like a decorative table. Um, it's just boxes. It looks like someone has been moving into the house, but hasn't quite got there yet. Oh, okay, gotcha. You hear people moving around upstairs, um, and you hear a voice say. Are you the people from the agency? It's a woman's voice. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, we are. Did they send the Kool-Aid man? Uh, I mean, that would be neat if he was. I'm pretty parched. But he burst through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The same voice calls down the stairs. You can come up. Just be careful where you step. That's not ominous at all. Oh, great. Buddy starts very carefully tiptoeing everywhere he goes. <laughs> like, really pulling up his knees with every step. You guys didn't see it, but there were, like, hand finger, like, <laughs> finger feet. Hand fingers? <laughs> As opposed to toe fingers? <laughs> uh, foot fingers, asshole. <laughs> what kind of fingers? And there's, wait, so there's fingers on the ground? No. What's on the ground? Nothing. It's a crime scene. (laughs) I'm still tiptoeing. You climb a set of wooden stairs to a second floor landing. A few people are milling around on phones or quietly talking amongst themselves. Um, A lot of them have windbreakers on that say forensics. One of the doors has a strip of crime scene tape across it at waist height, like on the front door, and you can see movement coming from inside the room. A woman in her late 40s steps under the tape and comes out to meet you. Howdy, y'all. Uh, um, are you the one who's in charge here? Yes. Um, sorry, the, the howdy just kind of threw me off. I am Detective Samantha Santiago. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought that's how you talked around here. This is New Mexico, sir. Yeah. So we're from the agency. Anyways, uh, hmm. do you have identification on you? I just have to check. It's an active crime scene. You understand? Yeah, we have we do, badges. Right? Out of we character, badges. were we given badges? Oh, we did get badges. Brie gave you lanyards at the beginning of the last episode. Yeah, we have lanyards. I remember because there was a lanyards joke. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was very ready to just pull out like a piece of notebook paper that I just like wrote down information on. (laughs) 
<laughs> My name's Buddy. <laughs> so can I see your identification before I give you the walkthrough? Well, I pocket the notebook paper and I pull out the lanyard. Yes. All right. She she takes a look at your your lanyards and nods. She is satisfied with what you have provided. So she leads you into the room where she came from with the crime scene tape. I assume you follow? Yes. Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, so the room is mostly untouched from the discovery sans the actual body. It's a small bedroom with a four-poster bed uh, to the right of the door. Uh, and right next to the door, almost immediately as you walk in, there is a very, very large red stain that has spread across the wood with a couple errant chunks of something. So the Kool-Aid man was here. Mm. <laughs> uh, pulled off to the side is a heavy oak wardrobe with a stain on the front, and there are large black marks by the stain on the floor. And the room kind of smells like a campfire, possibly a little sulfur. Well, I would like to uh, ask the lady who took us in here what happened. I'm going to have you uh, roll to investigate a mystery. Yeah. And I roll charm on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, 11. Yeah. Okay. I rolled an 11, so I hold two. Yes. You can ask two questions. Uh, we'll start out with what happened here. So the uh, owner of this house, uh, Bob McChester, he was, I guess, in his room a couple nights ago. And this wardrobe, as you can see, fell on him we're not sure how he was the only one in the house and all of the doors were locked from the inside did it look like the wardrobe just kind of fell apart because it was old no it fell face down on top of him huh ow yeah he's dead was there anything in the wardrobe that you saw when you pulled it off there were a couple pairs of dress pants on hangers but other than that it's empty he was in the process of moving in this house has been empty for a long time Hmm. is the the wardrobe's like currently standing off to the side yeah. Can uh, Thomason go over and just sort of like kind of give it a push to see how sturdy it is? I don't know if that's something uh, that She roll. can start, but I can guarantee that she is not going to be allowed to touch it. Well, boo. Uh, I'd like to use the second hold I have to uh, look around and I can, uh, using the question, uh, what is being concealed here? And just look if I can find any little like clues as to what's going on beyond just it fell. I mean, there's the the black marks on the the floor in front of the the blood stain. Okay, so I mean, they're black marks. Can I tell anything more about them? Uh, you can tell that they're new. You can tell that they're shiny, and it looks like they were burned into the floor. Interesting. And Thomason, if you do want to take a peek in that thing or touch it, um, you might ask someone for I don't know, hand coverings. Oh, gloves! Gloves are a thing, right? Yeah. Can I get some gloves? Uh, one of the uh, forensic techs who's dusting the desk in the corner for Prince um, pulls an extra pair of gloves out of the back of his pants. Not out of the back of his pants, but like from his back pocket. <laughs> from his butthole. <laughs> and hands them to you. Also known as the glove department. No, All right. no it is so not. She's... <laughs> so yeah, you now have a pair of single-use rubber gloves. Fantastic. She's going to go uh, put those on and go inspect the wardrobe itself. Okay, what do you do to the wardrobe? Kind of nudge it a little bit. <laughs> it does not move. Basically, it is like, so- yeah, like I kind of want to see, like, is it heavy? Is it something that could maybe just fall over at any time? Yeah, it's it's solid oak. It's not going anywhere. It is very, very heavy. And the detective who's kind of watching you do this says, yeah, it took two guys to move it off of the body. Well, okay, shit. Um, can I um ask who found Bob McChester? Yeah, the it was his brother, the the mayor, Mayor McChester. Um he hadn't heard from his his brother in a couple days and then when he came um he had to use his key on the front door to get up and I mean as you can see like nothing good happened here. No, I I I'd, I'd say not. Uh is the mayor around? Is he He might be in his office. He kind of, you know, goes between here and and his house and true their consequences. It's not a whole lot of marrying to do around here. That seems fair. <laughs> but when you're done, you can definitely head on down to the old city hall and see if he might be in there. Um, or I can give him a call. He's he's my granduncle, so. Is everybody related in this town? It's a very small town, sir. Good, good to Yeah, know. so what exactly is the deal with this town? It looks well, like we're in old-timey days. Yeah, Las Lunas used to be a mining town back in, you know, the way back of the late 18- 1800s. Um, 
And then kind of around the 70s, it stopped being a mining town, so people started moving away, and now it's mostly used for tourist stuff, but there are some people who still live here. The the stain on the, the wardrobe itself, can we, can I roll to sort of see if I, like, as a blood? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You can, no, you can roll to inspect it. You might find something fun. All right. <laughs> um, and that's an investigative mystery sort of situation, too? Yes. Okay. That is, ooh, that's so much better. That is a 10. <gasps> you can ask Someone two succeeded. questions. succeeded. Amazing. That's way better than the stupid, what was that, a four? Um, I guess what's being concealed here in this general area right now, in the area of the wardrobe. Do you want to open it? I would love to open it. You're going to need some gloves, sir. Can I, can I have some gloves, Mr. CSI man? He pulls a pair from his front pocket and hands them <laughs> to you. Just, just full of gloves, huh? Just, just keeping them everywhere. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. It's my job. All right. To dispense gloves? To have gloves. I mean, that's, that's a niche market, but you know. <laughs> okay, so I have gloves. Yep. Can I open the wardrobe? Yes, and as the detective said, it is a couple pairs of old man's dress pants and nothing more. Okay. Um, what about what mm, sort of creature is it? I guess specifically uh, in terms base... of the the like the stain on the front of the wardrobe. It is a hell of a lot of person blood with some brain chunks in it. Gross, gross, gross. Ew. As you guys are fondling this armoire from downstairs, you hear a very loud bang. Uh, what? The detective is going to go check that out. So she immediately has one hand on her gun and starts down the stairs. You can choose to follow. You can choose to hang out up here. Uh, uh, Jimmy will I think Jimmy will absolutely Thomas follow. Thomas is going to appear. buddy can. Yeah. All right. So we're following her. You guys head downstairs to that main room. You notice that across from the front door, there is a door that presumably leads into either a closet or a stairs to a basement. That is where the detective is looking, and she is trying to open the door, but to no avail. Is it locked? No, I just thought I'd stand here and try to open it. All right. Well, there's no need for that. <laughs> um, Do we need to kick the door down? Yeah. Is it an in? Is it a like an open door? Or, like, or do you have to open it out or in? From what we can you can tell. tell that it opens inward. Like, it will open, like, towards whatever is inside it. Cool. Um, buddy, do you want to try and help me kick it in? I feel like both of us, we could do it. Yeah. Cool. I could help you kick that thing in. Cool. I'm going to need you guys to roll. <laughs> what would you like uh, us to roll? Is one of us helping out one of us toughen? I guess. I, I am going to call that an act under pressure roll. Cool. And then one of you can decide to help out depending on... Who wants to add their plus cool? Well, I guess you have to add plus cool to either, so that's going to be up to you guys. Yeah, I'll roll some dice. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Buddy slips on a banana peel. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a four. Guys, why are we so bad at this? I mean, I rolled yeah, a Buddy tries to... Oh, you know what? I, I spilled some granola out of my pocket and I lost my footing <laughs> on my granola crumbs. So here's what's going to happen with that roll. Um... Buddy goes to kick the door and his foot falls short. You're standing too far back and you kind of just tip over backwards. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> so Jimmy rolled an eight. Does that help? <laughs> Is that an eight plus cool? That's an eight with cool. Um, Yeah, you can, you get to choose. Either you kick it and it starts to break in, but it doesn't break in all the way. You kick it and it opens all the way, but your foot hurts and you take one harm. Um, let's not open it all the way because history has shown that I will almost die at some point in time during <laughs> <All right>. this. <laughs> so Jimmy manages to kick it a little bit and you can see the wood kind of splinter and the detective looks kind of upset. <laughs> I mean, I tried. You don't actively hear anything right now. Um, is that... Oh, that's ominous. Is that sulfur smell just in the, that room upstairs or can you smell it sort of down here as well? I mean, you can kind of smell it faintly from upstairs. Okay. Buddy would like but to it's... make this clear that that smell is not him. We know, Buddy. We know. <laughs> so do you, do you want to give it a, a try? Uh, could I possibly, Thomason, really, not me. I don't have magic powers. Any chance Thomason can use magic to kind of push the door open the rest of the way? Yeah, you can give it a shot. Cool. Well, let's do that. Very uh, subtly, I don't think she really wants to show off in front of Miss Detective Lady. <laughs> uh, 
It's a five. Guys, <laughs> we're really bad at this, guys. So, yeah, mm. I just... Well, the door shakes a little <laughs> bit, but nothing happens. I walk over with my hand and just push on the door. <laughs> Actually, roll and act under pressure. <laughs> okay. That's one hell of a door. Oh, better. Uh, that's a nine. Much better. That's pretty good. I love that um, it's taken us 10 minutes to open a I door. <laughs> uh, you can either open the door and get a splinter for one harm. <laughs> Jesus. Or... How bad of a splinter is that to give him one harm? Like, one harm is on the same level of, like, a knife wound. <laughs> like, getting punched in the face is a zero harm in this game. Who's the keeper? You are. This is a fucking hell of a splinter. Yep, you can open it and get a splinter. It's a very old house. Or you can not open it and loosen it a little bit. I'm going to take that fucking splinter. All right, doors open. <laughs> you basically just see stairs descending into darkness. Oh, jeez. Uh, Thomason's going to give Jimmy a little push. Why, why me? <sighs> You're... I'm all splinter hurt. Does anybody, go anywhere. anybody have a flashlight that I can borrow for just a second? Have a phone, don't you? Um, I mean, yeah. All right. Uh, I have a laser rangefinder. Yeah, that's not the same thing, but thank you. <laughs> no, it's not. While <laughs> y'all are trying to figure out what's happening uh, from behind you, you hear glass shattering. The fuck? The front window of the house has been knocked out. Outward, not inward. So the glass is outside of the house. Oh, so something got Weird. out of the house. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to run outside. Um, well, you see Bree in the van on the phone. <laughs> hey, just see anything? Anything run past you here? Just paying attention to anything at all? No, it's been clear out here. Don't you guys have something to be doing inside? Yeah, something came out here, so I came out after it, obviously. I'm not just, like, running over. Why is Buddy's hand bleeding? I mean, we can come back to that later. It's a thing that happened. Uh, Bree hands Buddy a band-aid out of the front door, like, the front window of the... (laughs) I think we have to get the baseball bat-sized splinter out of my thumb first. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you have a multi-tool? Oh, yeah! (laughs) I'll just yank that son of a bitch out with my multi-tool. While Gross. while Buddy is doing that, can I go? Uh, I'm gonna go and look at the the window that got broken outward. If I can get to it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Investigate a mystery. It's basically just right in front of the house. Like there might be a dry bush in front of it, but it's pretty easily accessible. Okay. Oh, that's shitty. That is a whole five. <laughs> a new dice roll right here, man. Everybody, take your dice and throw them. At this dice away. roller was giving me like. Nat 20 is not too long ago. It's just the wrong die. <laughs> so with a five on Investigative Mystery, you can see that there is a, a window spot there. You can't tell if there's still a window in it, though. That's great. <laughs> can I go over and look at it? I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go over and look at it. Okay, that's better. Uh, That's just a regular one because I'm not talking to a person, so I had my sharp. Yes. Yep. Uh, nine. All right. You can ask one question. Where did it go? Can I tell that? Um, from what you can tell, from the glass that's on the ground and the kind of like sandy, dusty, deserty like front area where you drove in, there are no footprints. The glass hasn't been disturbed. It kind of just looks like someone was standing in the house and like punched it. Weird. Okay. Any sign of it still being in the house? Well, if you listen very hard and roll me an investigate mystery. Okay. Uh, eight. From inside the house, past the spot where that door that you guys pretty much kicked in, you hear kind of like a squeaking noise, like a squeegee sound. So somebody's washing their car. I don't like it. Anyway, that's what you hear. Okay. <laughs> I let everybody know that somebody's washing their car in the basement? Is that where I heard it from? No, it would have been like further back in the house. Okay. Buddy still thinks somebody's washing the car in here. It's like a squeegee noise. All right. So it's back in the house. So something broke the window out. We don't know what um but there's a noise back in the house again where we just came from yes all right so let's go back there yeah go to source of noise so i'm i'm gonna use my phone and i'm gonna start down the stairs i guess okay um it's a it's you're pretty much descending into the basement of the house from the conjuring except at the bottom (laughs) 
I don't like it. No. Sadie's die in that movie. <laughs> that Sadie was a dog. She still died. They killed a dog in that movie? Yeah, that's what you do at the beginning of a horror movie. You either kill a kid or a dog so people know that you aren't fucking around. Oh, that's not nice. No, it is not, especially when the dog is named fucking Sadie. Anyway, yeah. going down the stairs into death. Yeah, so you yeah. are in a one-room basement. Um, there's a bunch of old furniture piled up against one wall. There's a workbench with no tools. Across, you see another door into a room that could pretty much like be a boiler room or maybe a closet. And it's a metal door. A metal door. That could make I a squeaky knock noise. knock on the door and ask uh, who's home. You're going to go knock on the yeah, door? Yeah, knock, knock, knock. Anybody in there? Something pounds back. Oh. Something's in there. What the fuck? Was it like a really big pound or like a little dainty like uh, pound? It was like if Andre the Giant was pounding from inside there. Oh, no. Do you have a weapon on you, dude? Uh, I, I pull out my multi-tool and take out the, <laughs> the blade portion of it and just shakily hold it towards the door. Okay, step step back a little tiny bit and I'm just, I'm going to pull out my, my gun here. Um, yeah, that's much better. Yep, yep. Um, is the door unlocked? I don't know. All try. I did was knock. Can I, I try asked and who was there the and they responded with boom, boom. Why? What? Just push something in front of the door and let But we leave. don't know what it is. It could be someone who needs help. That door is very locked. Does that sound like someone that needs help? Well, you don't know. Maybe they have been trying for a while and this is someone finally knocked on the door. And so they're like, yeah, I'm in here. And we, we're just going to lock them in there. That's not nice. So the door's okay, locked. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should try being nice to this. I, I could offer it some granola. Am I the only one in this house that's seen a horror movie? No, I've seen many. You need to go. <laughs> Am I to understand you? I've probably you? seen some Scooby-Doo. Are you guys just standing in front of this door, like, arguing about whether or not you should try to open it? Basically. Probably. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. You said it was, like, fully uh, locked, right? Yes, it's very locked. I- I'm going to try to communicate with whatever's behind hey, there. I'm going to just wait, wait, uh, shout wait. out, like, hey, uh, uh, who- who's back there? Uh, you call out to this thing. And as you do so, a chair from the opposite corner is going to fly across the room towards you. And I'm going to need you to roll Act Under Pressure to see if you get hit in the face or not. All of us are just buddy. Just buddy. Uh, Not great. No, that's a six. All right, my dude. So this wooden chair, it's a spindly wooden chair, but it comes flying across the room pretty much like collides with your shoulder and like splinters into a bunch of different pieces and you're gonna take one harm oh no i on that note i'm gonna pull up my longboard shield and just prepare my shield so now i have armor in case things attack me um any chance that you know how to pick a lock with that multi-tool thing i've never tried before i mean there's a first time for everything yeah if you roll act under pressure yeah i can roll an act under pressure well, that worked oh, out no. so well for us last time. That's another six. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, the, I assume, like, a screwdriver from your multi-tool oh, yeah. snaps off in the lock. Oh, fuck. Oh, and as you're doing that, the pounding from behind the door happens again. And you hear oh, a man. growling noise from the corner of from, the room. From the corner of the room? Like, the opposite? Corner of like the room where... By, where the, by where the chair flew at Buddy, so separate from the door. All right. Okay, Thomason is going to wheel around and shine like the light from her phone in the corner. There is where nothing the there. Where came from. Fuck this. It may be Should time to go back to upstairs leave. and see if anybody knows about what is being kept in this basement? Maybe like talk to the mayor, see if his brother knew that he was keeping horrible things here. Or I guess maybe his brother didn't know because his brother just moved in there. Yeah, might yeah. just be time. We should leave and we should do some research and then we that can come That sounds great. That was yeah. my plan five minutes ago. Try to find somebody Let's who get knows out of here. more about this house. Yeah, yeah, solid, solid choice. And why the angry Thompson telekinetic- is up the stairs. She is gone. She is there. not having this conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head back upstairs. Uh, yeah. We're yes. giving up. <laughs> okay, so you guys exit the basement, and as soon as all of you guys are out, what's left of the door slams shut behind you. Oh my god. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, it's the, a very hurdy basement. The detective like who has been following you around this whole time says, I have to get back upstairs and finish people up so I can get them out. But if you guys go into town, um, you Did should... Did you know that there's a monster downstairs? I was there. Yep. She you was were there, there with us? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I should have made it clearer that I was there with you, but... I mean, speak up next time. <laughs> Just a, oh, damn, when the chair flies or something. Could have had three oh, <laughs> Look, damn. I got it. Oh, damn, oh, damn. <laughs> I got to finish up here. I have people here. They need to be out. But if you guys head into town, you can set up shop in one of the empty rooms above the gift shop so just head there you can unpack do whatever the hell you need to do and we can talk later buddy needs an ice cream well there is a saloon i don't know if they have ice cream you know what they oh, will they have whiskey that's close enough whiskey they will definitely well, this is have actually whiskey. they might i don't know <laughs> so yeah uh so she uh heads back upstairs um to kind of start clearing people up so do we want to go get unpacked first yeah, i think so set up a little base uh, yeah, so you guys head back into town, um, and you stop at location one on your map. So the gift shop, it has a a sign out front that says gift shop, and in the base of the, the building, like the first thing you open, it looks pretty much like your standard uh, gift shop. Yeah, you got a variety of stuff in there, a bunch of bins with fake gemstones in them, a gold panning activity for kids, racks of postcards, license plate keychains. And yes, one of the license plate keychains does say Bort on it. I was going to ask. Thank you. <laughs> I know you were. And there is a man standing behind the corner. A man who, like the town, is old as time. He is wearing a little name tag that says Bruce. And uh, he waves when you come in. Hey, Bruce. I give him a bl- very bloody wave back. Do you need a first aid kit? Probably. Uh, He pulls a first aid kit out from under the... Oh, neat. Um, and hands it to you so you can do what you need to do. <laughs> uh, my name is Bruce Whiteclaw. Uh, I own this. I heard you guys were coming and you needed a place to like set up your, your equipment. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll take you upstairs. Um, this, this is an old hotel, actually, so you'll kind of have your pick of the guest rooms. Awesome. Buddy very excited cool. and looks for room 420. Knowing full well that this building is not tall enough to have four stories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he leads you to a room that has like a twin bed in it that doesn't have any like sheets or anything on it. Uh, There's a desk. There's a couple chairs. Um, He's like, it's not much, but it's kind of what we have in town. You know, there wasn't really any room for you guys at the saloon or the historical society. So yeah, Uh, just let me know if you need anything. Yeah, let me know if you need anything. I'll be downstairs. Um, and he also hands uh, you... I definitely want to ask him if he knows anything about where uh, Bob McChester moved into. Okay. Um, yeah, so when he gives you that whole thing, he also hands you guys maps like the ones that mm-hmm. I gave you guys. So you now have a map of the town with things labeled. Um, it's kind of like a touristy map. It does not have Bob McChester's house labeled on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be uh, insane. I mean, I would still, like, if he's an old, old man, he's probably yeah, been no, here go for ahead. a while. So, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Any, any chance you know uh, much about that house that we just came from? The one where uh, old Bobby just died? Uh, Yeah. No one's lived in that house for, I don't know, roundabout, roundabout, <laughs> 40, oh, maybe 50 years. Yeah. Can you recall who lived there uh, prior to that? Yeah, it was a uh, a guy named Fred Jeffords. He was one of the uh, miners back when this used to be a big mining town. As you can see, we kind of deal mostly in tourism now. Yeah. But uh, he disappeared uh, mid-60s, and his family had to move out because, you know, not really bringing in that mining money anymore. We looked for him, but we couldn't find anything. Hmm. Uh, all you know about him is he was just a, a miner? Didn't uh, I'll dabble in anything demonic or keep horrible creatures in his basement. Oh, we don't really do that kind of thing around here. Uh, that basement begs to differ. I mean, I haven't been to Fred Jeffords' house since he lived there, so... Bob McChester just bought it a couple weeks ago after it was sitting uh, vacant for so long. No one really wanted to live there. He kept talking about weird sounds coming from it, but... Yeah, it's a monster in the basement. It did this, and I show off my wounds. Oh, yeah, I forgot you got hit by that chair. <laughs> yeah, I'm bleeding badly. <laughs> so so the Jeffords family, there's nobody left in town that was related to him? They all moved away? Oh, no, there is. His granddaughter works at the Historical Society as one of the tour guides. That's handy. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we can add her to our list. Yeah, her name is Maggie. 
She also knows the mines like the back of her hand. She does tours there at least once a day. We should absolutely go talk to Maggie. We should. Is Maggie cute by any chance? She's 20-something. Redhead. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) I hardly see how that spot relevant. (laughs) Well, I should probably definitely clean myself up before we try to go anywhere. Yeah, can we get poor Buddy some first aid and... Yeah, let me um, pull out the one useful thing that I have for Brie. <laughs> All right. Before she gets there, I'm just like with my multi-tool, just brutally yanking splinters out of me. Uh, that's a seven on medic. So yeah, your harm is healed. You've been Ooh. bandaged. All, all two of it? Uh, One harm. Okay. So you probably still have the splinter. A <laughs> <laughs> baseball bat of a fucking splinter that's in my thumb? Like, I, I'm just picturing, like, that Buddy has been impaled by a giant splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did tell you you were going to the basement from a Conjuring movie, so if you remember correctly, Patrick Wilson did take, like, a full tree through his chest. Yeah, I blocked a lot that of that That was Conjuring movie. 2. I really hope they at least put some, like, caution tape over the door. Just just don't go down there. I'm sure the detective will take care of Although, it. Although, now that I think she about it. She apparently saw it all. um yeah so unless you guys need um bruce again he's gonna go back downstairs to do his job cool Cool. yeah bruce can go uh i think we once we get set up and buddy now that buddy is healed should either be uh going to talk to the mayor probably mayor first then maggie agreed agreed yeah all right we do that um yeah brie is gonna stay behind at ground control so you can call her and she can get in touch with tj or vanessa if you need them um but yeah she's gonna gonna hang back and be a resource so it's just you guys what? heading to number three on your map okay oh no mayor's office number four yeah definitely met mayor's office not to her office <laughs> um yeah let's go meet the mayor it's another wooden building um you walk in and there's pretty much a receptionist desk with no one behind it and then you see a door behind that desk with like the glass pane in it and you can see a man sitting at a desk like the outline of a man is the door closed door closed thomason is going to knock very politely you hear a man an older man uh tell you to come in we do and that yes inside there is a man in his mid-70s in a nice suit he is working on some paperwork there is not a computer in sight I once again give my friendly greeting of howdy, y'all. Oh, Am I to assume that you are the group of people that Samantha called in to yep. help? Uh, yep, that's us. I don't really have anything to tell you. My brother just died. I'm trying to deal with that. I don't really know how I can help you with this. Uh, yeah, we're very sorry for your loss. Uh, we're just I'll try to figure out what happened there. Uh, do Do you know much about the the house that he had moved into by any chance? Uh, just that it's been vacant for a long time, long before I became mayor. And did um, did Bob say anything after he moved in about anything weird happening with the house? No, he'd only lived there for about three or four days before I found him. And uh, why did he choose to move there now if it's been vacant for so long? Well, we were looking to refurbish it into sort of a museum to help with the town's funds. A museum for what exactly? You know, town history and whatnot. The the tour office is fine, but I feel like we can be doing a lot more in terms of showcasing how great of a town this is. Sure. Uh, yeah. Re- real cool. Like I said, I don't think I can help you. Bob was just trying to move an armoire that was too big for him, and it went all it went sideways, literally. I know this is probably a question that you don't expect to hear. Maybe the police already asked you. But is there anybody who you know might have had any problems with Bob? I mean, honestly, there are about 10 people that live in this town total. Right. So, no. Right. Okay, then. Is there anything well, else I can help you with? I have quite a bit of work. The town is small, but there is still a lot to manage. Um, can we... Yeah, I think... Yeah, I was just going to leave our, our number with him in case he remembers anything. Yeah, if I hear anything or remember anything, I will be sure to give you kids a call. Right. Yeah. Sorry about... Your brother? Your brother. Yeah. Well... Thank you for the sentiment, little lady. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you can't see the face I'm making, but it's not great. 
<laughs> no, it's like the audio medium. It's like I wish there was a better way to convey how much Thompson hates being called that. Yeah. <laughs> so to the tour office. Uh, yeah. You head over to a building that has a newer sign out front that says the Los Lunas Historical Society and Mine Tours. Um, it's set up in the old barbershop slash dentist office slash doctor's office because this is an old <laughs> western town. Yeah, this is where Maggie operates her tours out of. There is no one there except for Maggie. And uh, it's a simple office, including a wall of those like tourism maps and brochures. Uh, a desk, a cabinet, and a wall that has a bunch of pegs that have hard hats hanging off of them. Uh, so behind the desk is Maggie, um, who has a last name, Maggie Jones. Jefferts? Jefferts? No. Okay. She's a great-granddaughter. Oh. She's, it's been some I mean, generations. Yeah. Just, just granddaughter, but... Oh, right. Um, she is a redhead in her mid-twenties. She's wearing a uniform of khakis and a blue polo that says Las Lunas uh, Mine Tours on it. And uh, she seems nice. Well, hello. Hi. Um, are you here for a, a tour? Not exactly. Um, we're with uh, the agency, and we were told that you might know a little bit about the area and could help us out. Oh, you're here investigating the accident. Unfortunately, yep, yeah. that's us. Uh, yeah, what do you need to know? Buddy, you had so many uh, questions. Yeah, so, uh... We were noticing some uh, some weird stuff in the 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 house with the accident. We uh, your your grandfather used to live there. Oh yeah, not for a long time. I mean, he he's been missing for a long. Well, he's been dead. Honestly, let's be real. For a very long time, um, my family hasn't lived in there for I don't know fifty years. I was wondering if you knew anything of uh, the story. Like, what have what's been passed down to you? What have you heard about it? Well, uh, that house was built about the same time the town was. It was one of the first big houses you know it was built for the the mine overseer and then it became the mayor's house uh back in the early 1900s and that's when my family got it uh and then it was passed was, down was ever your, since until hmm was your grandfather the mayor of the town no my family it just became passed down to my family um because there was a mayor jeffords back in like 1903 and so really so much the mayor's house is a mayor lived in said house right 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 well, yeah. <laughs> if you want to argue semantics. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when my, my grandfather disappeared, my family, you know, couldn't really afford it anymore. And they moved to Truth or Consequences about half an hour away. And uh, no one's lived there since until uh, Mary McChester's brother bought it. Are there any, like, rumors or anything in town about what happened to your grandfather? Well, no. He uh, He never came up from the mines. And then a few days later, there was an explosion that caved in several sections of the mine. So they had to stop looking. And I mean, he probably just passed away in the mines and then we couldn't get to him before it exploded. That's grim. I mean, this is the Old West. Um, Any weird stories like about the area in general? Like, you know, mines usually have some sort of ghost story attached to them, you know? Uh, well, the house is supposed to be haunted, but no one's really heard anything from it you know, in like 30 years. Haunted by whom? We're not oh. sure. By any chance is it Andre the Giant with telekinesis? No. Okay. That was a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of had to be there. So why 30 years? Oh, what was that? I said, why 30 years? Didn't you say your grandfather went missing like 60 years ago? 50, 60 years ago? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going off of, like, the last time someone had a story about hearing sounds from the house. I mean, I lead tours out there all the time, and we haven't heard anything. Okay, so it's been 30 years since there was any reported activity there. Yeah, teenagers kind of, well, we don't have a lot of teenagers in town to, like, go traipsing around places. Teenagers are generally the leading... The people who do the traipsing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um... Are there are there records on the house from like way back when it was built that might help us, you know, maybe uh, blueprints or something? I don't think we have anything like that. Uh, if you need like more information about like the history of the town, I'm more of a mines person. If you need to go down to the mines, like I have that down. But if you need to talk about like the way way back history of the town, uh, you can go to the saloon. There's a guy there, um, named Chip. <laughs> Chip. Uh, he's also the head of our historical society, and he's kind of a nerd for that 
sort of thing. What's Chip's last name? All right, cool. Waltrip. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? His name is Chip. Waltrip? Chip Chip Waltrip. Waltrip. Yes. This town is amazing. (laughs) I wouldn't make fun of him for his name. He know he sounds more like a race car driver than a historical (laughs) expert. I just wouldn't bring it up. (laughs) Noted. Noted. Uh... Cool. So you guys want to go talk to Chip? Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's go meet Chip. Yeah. So that's where we're going to end our episode for today. Um, how do you guys feel? I mean, you know, Buddy's I feel like been... I want to watch The Conjuring again. <laughs> I never feel like that, but that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> Buddy is definitely developing a fear of doors. <laughs> Jimmy's just real the two doors he he's tried to yet. open, one gave him a splinter and the other one threw a chair at his fucking head. <laughs> I don't want to give you any ideas, but like, I'm just waiting for that splinter wound to get infected. Oh no. No, I mean, you had first aid done on you. You're fine. Yeah. I probably tried to put antibacterial stuff on it and instead put like a foot itch stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've met some of the townspeople. Uh, they seem nice. They do. Again, fantastic names. <laughs> Always. I was very stoned when I wrote these names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains so much. Yeah, the the Mary McChester thing was a particular point of pride. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, we'll be back in two weeks for an, a new episode. And until then, um, why don't we do our post-show roll, Sarah? Sorry, my cat was walking across my computer like an asshole. Just kidding, she's an angel. We both did a cat check the second you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's do our... Oh, yeah, so uh, you can find us at Instagram and on Twitter at... uh, No, Afternoon Divide, not Afternoon Divide. Uh, You can find us on (laughs) Twitter. We're going to start this over. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the interwebs at MonsterPod.Pizza. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at LisaSpiller.com. And thank you to Gumbel for our theme song. Also remember to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps people find us. And until next time, I don't know, think real hard about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mystery. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.